Welcome to Flip the Script with Vic, your weekly pep talk to expand and shift your perspective. I'm your host, Victoria Nielsen. Together, we'll unwind all the things you thought you knew and awaken to what's possible when you flip the script and take control of your own life. Are you ready? Let's jump on in. Hi, loves. Welcome to another episode of Flip the Script with Vic. I'm your host, Victoria Nielsen. This Mars and Capricorn energy and the upcoming new moon have me feeling so excited for this year. I know last week I started off really melancholy and not really feeling it, but on the 4th when Mars went into Capricorn, I really felt this just nudge to get shit going and to lay the foundation for 2024 and to really like it that actually felt like the new year for me <laughs> instead of January 1st. And so I, it's been really popular to kind of proclaim a word for the year for yourself. And last year I claimed the word rebirth. And I really feel like I lived up to that in 2023 because I rebirthed so many parts of myself, who I was as a businesswoman, who I was as a mom, who I was as a corporate employee, who I was as a podcaster, as a retreat host, as you know, all of the things that I am, I feel like got an upgrade in 2023 in a really beautiful way. And so I don't take this lightly when I pick a word. And this year's word didn't come to me automatically like last year. I let it simmer and sit and come to me when it wanted to. And it dropped in and I was like, yes, universe, I accept the challenge. And so my word for 2024 is pleasure. And to me, that means really dropping into my feminine and really dropping into the juiciness and the joy of life. And I feel like that's really important because as I continue to embody this feminine leader and this empowered visionary woman that I am, I feel like I have to really lean into my pleasure practices and even saying the word pleasure like automatically brings to mind, of course, right? You know, um, carnal pleasure, but it's it's more than that. It's enjoying every single juicy moment. So playing with my kids and enjoying my matcha in the morning and, you know, taking time to like massage my own body. I can't think of the Ayurvedic word. Uh, Abhindaya, I think is what it's called when you, it's a ritual when you like literally oil yourself and take the time to check in with yourself and your body. And so that's what pleasure is for me this year. And it doesn't mean that I'm going to bypass the bad moments because as we know, there is always bad with the good. You can't have one without the other. You need the balance. But it means that I'm going to choose to look for the silver lining in any of these moments and look for the yeah rich aspect of it that I can embody and take with me. And I really think this is important because I find, and, and I was this way, that not that I wasn't enjoying life, but when you are constantly trying to numb yourself and escape your life, it's because you don't enjoy your life. It's because you have not carefully crafted the life that you want and that there are dreams and desires for you that are still out there that you're just ignoring or you're putting to the back burner because you think you have time to do them later. And I'm here to tell you that you don't. You have no idea what tomorrow is going to bring. And that reality was really brought to light. Um, A childhood friend of mine passed away very suddenly recently and she was only 35 
And, you know, we weren't super close as the years went by, but just to hear that someone close to my age died of natural causes is alarming. And it really got me thinking, and I've had some conversations with some of my best friends just about the ways that we were maybe playing small or not really living our lives. And I hate the phrase playing small as I say that because I don't think anyone's trying to play small. What I mean by that is more that you're letting life happen to you instead of being intentional about the life that you want to create for yourself. And so that's what pleasure is to me is that I am seeking that pleasure at every turn. And so I'm going to say yes to every adventure, every trip, everything that I might be a little bit afraid of because the joy on the other side of that could be the biggest story that I have all year. And I won't know it because I've stopped myself from doing it. And as I said, I really believe that the reason so many of us are numb and disassociated and not fully present in our bodies is because we don't want to be where our feet are. We don't want to be in the life that we're currently living. And I understand that there are certain circumstances and things that are really hard to overcome and really hard to change but you do have the power to change some things in your life so that it can be more enjoyable. And you have the power to steer the ship of your life. Things, again, are not happening for you or or they're not happening to you. They're happening for you. And if you are just a passenger in your own life, it's really easy to, to wake up one day and be like, where am I? What's happened? I don't even like my job. I don't even like my house. I don't like anything that's in my life right now. And it's time to wake up and enjoy our lives and enjoy where we are. And, you know, I remember uh, in 2020 when I joined the Elevated Mastermind Collective, this beautiful group of women who that's where I found Kundalini Yoga. And the two founders were amazing and they lived this like beautiful life where they were their own bosses and they meditated all day. And and I remember at the time almost feeling like that could never happen for me. And they were really trying to just awaken us and open our eyes to the possibility that we can create our own lives. And I re- remember almost being resentful when they kept kind of telling us that we needed to lean into our meditation practice and that we needed to have a daily practice. And at the time, you know, Sebastian was really young and I was like, I'm not getting up before my fucking family. Like, I barely get enough sleep as it is. No way. And, you know, they were just trying to open us up to the possibility. But I had my blinders on and I was like, no, there's no way that that could never be me. I have a corporate job. I have to work eight, nine hours a day. I have a family like I don't have time to meditate for hours on end. But opening that seed for me, planting that seed allowed me to then begin to make choices in my life that brought that closer to my reality. So that now when you see me and you see, oh, Victoria, you have a corporate job, but you also are running a side business and you also have a family and you're also traveling, you're doing all of these things. How are you doing it? It is because I have crafted my life in a certain way that makes it possible. A couple of years ago at my corporate job, I decided to not take a demotion, but I chose a linear path to a different role that reported to someone that wasn't as high up as my previous boss. And I did that intentionally so that I could keep my head down, be less accountable for 
for work. I didn't I didn't want to have like a budget line item that I was accountable for. I didn't want as much responsibility at work. And that was the exact opposite. Before my spiritual awakening, before finding Kundalini, before all of this, I wanted to climb the corporate ladder and I wanted that title and I wanted that responsibility. And once I realized that was not what I wanted for my life anymore, I began making changes and choices that shifted that. And I remember at the time, my boss didn't understand it. Like he, he kind of blamed it on like, oh, you have a family now and, you know, bless him. He's a nice man. He doesn't have kids, but you know, I think he really, he really didn't understand why I would choose to take a step back in my career. And he tried to, but he kind of looked at me funny and I had to walk through that and feel that right of, okay, I'm being judged and being shamed for this choice, but I know that this is the choice that's right for me. And so ultimately I was able to move through it. And I think that's what keeps us from jumping off the cliff or making these choices because we fear the judgment of others. But really at the end of the day, they're not living your life. They're living their own life and maybe they are super happy in everything that they're doing, but maybe they're not. I find more often than not, people are very unhappy in their lives. And again, yes, you have to make money. Yes, you know, you can't just up and quit your job and whoa, the universe will provide for you magic. Like I do believe in having a a steady plan to get you where you want to go, but you have to begin to make those choices and those changes. And it can be scary. And it's scary to go into the unknown and to have to decide, is this going to be better than the situation that I'm currently in? But if it's going to give you peace of mind, pleasure, joy, then my answer is yes, it's going to be better. It may be an adjustment, right? But it's ultimately going to lead you where you are. And I also want to share that it's not going to be like all or nothing overnight. If you've listened to any of my transition podcasts, I think probably like episodes four and five when I first started, I was having to go back to my corporate job after being home with Rocky for a year and I didn't want to do it. I went kicking and screaming and really it ended up being the best thing for me because now I have a corporate salary while I'm still helping women across the globe and doing all of this energetic and you know, deep healing work without having to worry about it making enough money to provide for my family. And so I did that by connecting to my higher self and to my inner guidance system and asking myself what was really important to me and what did I want to become? Because that's what it's about. It's not about all the things that you can achieve in this life. It's about who you want to become and who you want to uncover because who you are is already there. They were already imprinted in you when you were first born. And it's the world that tells you that you should be one way or you should do something. And all of the unlearning and unprogramming is what has allowed me to come back to who I really am so that I can make choices from that place. And I'm not making choices out of fear. I'm making choices out of love and out of pleasure and out of play. And those are high vibrational energies. And so when you make choices out of those high vibrations, you're attracting more of that vibration into your life. When you make choices because you're scared or because you think you should or you feel bullied into them, that is a low vibration that is then going to attract even more things of that vibration. You know, like attracts like. And so when it comes to pleasure for me in 2024, it is really stopping to tune in with what are my wants and my needs and my desires? And am I giving myself that? 
And it is about having a lot of fun and a lot of play. And of course, about having an amazing sex life with my husband. We already do, but I'm calling in more of that in 2024 because pleasure is not a dirty word. You know, I, I even kind of moved through that when I, when I said that was my word of the year, I was a little like, oh God, like, oh, what are people going to think? But I am deprogramming that it's a word. It is just a word that people have placed a meaning upon. And so I'm changing that meaning for me. And I'm also proclaiming that sex is not a bad thing, that that type of pleasure is not a bad thing. And that a woman talking about enjoying herself and having that kind of pleasure is not a bad thing. I will say I'm not totally there yet, like feeling super uncomfortable even saying that out loud. But I'm calling that in because I want to be able to step into that feminine aspect of myself, that sensual aspect of myself, and realize that you can call pleasure into anything. And so I'm going to reclaim that word. I'm going to redefine that word for myself this year. And I'm going to release any shame around it. I'm going to release any guilt around it. Because I think when I was really young, you hear all the time, right? Like, oh, it's life isn't fun and games. Like you have to work hard. And I don't think that's true anymore. I think that you are meant to enjoy life. And I remember always hearing that like the the kids that went off and took a gap year and, um, you know, just worked at the beach or wanted to surf all day or, you know, do all of these hedonistic things like that they were wrong and they were bad, that the the only good path was to like go to college and get a good job and Now I'm like, fuck, maybe I had it all wrong. (laughs) Maybe that kid who was so happy serving drinks on the beach fucking loves his life and that's all he needs. He doesn't need anything else. And who am I to judge that? And what a beautiful, simple life. We don't need all of this shit in our houses. Like I'm sitting here staring at this. My meditation space is inside my closet and I have so much shit in here. And everything has a vibration and everything has energy. And, I, you know, I've talked about my closet clean out before, but God, I feel like I need to do it again because everything is shifting and changing so rapidly that you have to m- make sure that you're outside mirrors that because you're always going to be trading energy with those things. And so, you know, another definition of pleasure for me as I'm talking about my clothing is that is dressing myself for myself, for the female gaze, if you will, and not for the male gaze. And I've never, you know, dressed for the male gaze, but I think it's important to anyone listening that like you wear whatever the fuck you want to wear because it makes you feel good because clothes again, have an energetic vibration. And when you're wearing something that makes you feel good, your aura and your energy shines. And when you're wearing something because you feel like you have to, or it doesn't fit your personality, or because someone gave it to you as a gift and you feel bad not wearing it, you're putting out that icky energy. I think it's so important to dress the way that you want to feel that day. I mean, yes, clothing is armor in its own sense, but it's also an extension of your personality and of your aura and of yourself. And so I really have let go of this idea in the corporate environment of like having to wear the the corporate clothes and wear the blazers and the heels. Like I wear, I joke, I have a caftan that I wore to work. That's like my corporate caftan. And, you know, I'm wearing this outfit to the office today, which is like a boho sweater situation. And I wear all my crystals. And I think that that is that's pleasure for me. I find joy in dressing myself in the morning and dressing for myself and not for someone else. So 
I, I think you get the gist of where I'm going and, and I would love to hear what your word of the year is. And I will keep in touch with you about this, this word pleasure and its meaning to me and what I uncover as I continue to embody it this year, because I think there is so much more to it that I'm, I'm literally just tapping the surface of what's there. And I know once I start to really embody it and bring it into my everyday life, it's going to change things for me in a really beautiful way, because I think it's going to allow me to stop doing things that don't feel good. And uh, yeah, of course, again, as an adult, sometimes you have to do things that you don't like to do. But I, I truly believe that, again, we create our own realities. And so I'm calling in the most fun, the most joy, the most play this year so that it is a, a year of core memories and a year that I really remember for how it made me feel. Because that ultimately is, is what you're going to remember moving forward is how something made you feel not all the shit that you bought and not all of the titles and achievements and things that were placed upon you because they're fleeting. You get one title and then what? You want the next one, right? So pleasure to me is also about being happy and excited and comfortable where you are and like sinking into that, descending into that really and um, enjoying that yummy juiciness. So With that, I will leave you here. I am hosting the Return to You retreat in April in Mexico. Spots are filling up, but we still have some um, private and shared rooms available. If you want to join us to release, surrender, and receive, look in the show notes to apply. I've got a new masterclass coming up. I'm going to announce it. Uh, officially next week, but because you're listening to the podcast, you'll be the first to hear that on the 25th of January, I'm hosting a Spirit Babies Masterclass. So if you want to learn what Spirit Babies are, if you have Spirit Babies out there for you, um, and all of the energetics and the just beautiful way to consciously conceive and all of the things that I did to call in my second son, Rocky, and his beautiful conscious soul, then you'll join me on the 25th. And I think that's it. Let me know how you're enjoying the show. Like, rate, subscribe, review, share with your bestie. And I want to hear your word. What is your word of 2024? Give me a shout on Instagram. Let me know. I'm at Victoria Margot Nielsen, M-A-R-G-A-U-X. All right. I love you. I'll see you next week. Be good to know one another. Bye.